small flush, you know say I use to the people. I you bring music to the people. Hey yo, come with soul. Being unique simply means be yourself. I have spent countless hours trying to remake great hits. From one point of view it's a good thing because you disassemble a song and you learn many things. But on the other hand you are bearing down your own personality. You are bearing down what you truly like and replacing it with what other people like. Can you create something yours? Something truthful? Something meaningful? You are one person out of 7 billion people in one solar system out of 200 billion solar systems, in one galaxy out of 200 billion galaxies, in one universe out of an infinite number of parallel universes, and that makes you enormously unique to this world. Use just this. Use your own power. It's not the idea. It's all about the build-up. There is an important thing that some producers get and some producers don't. And the producers that get it are full-time producers and the producers who don't get it have daily jobs. Young producers tend to think I need to produce a track that will be released by a big label and I need to make a world hit that will induce the party promoters to book me or I need to have the right track on the right time to take me to the next level. That kind of attitude surrenders all control over to the universe. Your job is to think realistically and set goals. And in fact, you need to produce 20 original tracks per year. And the reason for producing 20 tracks per year is because most probably one of them will go out to the world and it will buzz. It will make a difference. And then out of the blue, one of these tracks will hit 1 million streams on Spotify and some promoter will notice it and he will come to you and say, hey, I want you to come and play my party because I like your track. And even though the situation looks the same, you are still looking for the right track on the right time, yet everything is different because now you have a plan. Now you make 20 tracks per year and now the universe is urged and ready to submit to your will. If you are waiting for divine inspiration and you take long breaks between your studio sessions because of lack of inspiration, you are finished. We never ever stop making music. So the artists that travel in order to find inspiration are out of their minds. And the producers who do understand this are constantly creating new content because they know that the judgment is not up to them. The listeners decide. We just create and the audience decides. You don't wait a million years till you are perfectly satisfied by your output. You put it out and you let the people decide if it's good or not. Trigger in motion. 
People don't listen to music because they like to jade their ears. Using ears is not enjoyable by any living creature. It's energy consuming and eventually makes you tired. People listen to music because they because music generates feelings. We are all feelings hunters, emotion seekers. Our job as producers is not to come up with the perfect sound and tweak the knobs a million times, but to elicit emotion. So, if you are a producer and you haven't achieved that yet, it's because you have not planted sufficient emotions in your tracks. A song is a participatory experience for the audience. We become that song. We imprint ourselves on that song. We listen to music because we connect the melodies to our own experiences and somehow identify our own existence through vibes. So, if you have created a song with an empathetic melody or lyrics so the listener can participate, then emotion will grow organically. But if you just throw one loop after another and not creating peaks or fluctuation, so there are big moments and quiet moments and moments of pause, so you are doing something wrong. People are driven by the changes. You might create the perfect sound, but if you put that on repeat, after a while you will want to kill yourself. And on the other hand, play something ugly and change it rapidly and have someone hear it and you will be surprised by his feedback. Because people cannot identify the quality of the sound. They can only hear the changes, the contrast. So if you create uh, idiotic uh, dark side trance and you just add loops with no chance to catch your breath, no chance to imagine what might be coming, you are going to have an output with limited emotional involvement and tiny impact. Have zero expectations. Eliminate your expectations for things you have no control over. If you make music because you want to be a rock star, it will never happen. Rock stars are rock stars because they like making music, not because they wanted to be rock stars. I started making music in 1998 and my first official booking where the promoter actually approached me by himself was in 2014, 16 years after I started making music. And during those 16 years, many times I got to a point where I asked myself, what am I missing here? What am I doing wrong? But all that were the wrong questions. And one day I asked myself the right question, the most crucial question that every artist should ask. Would I keep doing this if I got nothing in return? No bookings, no glory, no money? And I answered yes, because my life is too short and I want to leave something beautiful behind me. And music for me is beautiful. Some people see colorful butterflies and think, how lovely. I listen 
to Tchaikovsky and I think what a divine touch from God and I don't care if they book me anymore because I'm here for a higher purpose. I even closed a message button on my Facebook page and posted a message. Open source is not available for live bookings. I have no expectations from anyone. And that is why I'm free to say or produce whatever I want. Lack of communication skill. I get blind emails every day. Dear Ghost Label Records, can you put my track on your playlist? Can you retweet my tweet? Can you repost my track on SoundCloud? Not even a sign of uh, research about the recipient. Those emails are not addressed to me. They are massively sent to potential ANRs and labels. Now, I don't really care who you are and where you came from, but if you want me to help you, at least send something specifically addressed to me. Spend a few minutes researching about me and then just express yourself in a humanly authentic way, not like a robot. Why otherwise would I want to help you? You didn't even spend one minute checking my links. But no, they don't check your links. They just go ahead and send blind emails. And that is what the established producers possess. The communication code. I am so good in communicating with other artists that almost everyone responds. And that happens because I see them as colleagues. I, because I understand them and because I set their background before sending a message. I write emails like, Hey man, I have listened all your discography and even though you produce mainly progressive beats, I particularly liked this techno track that you made and I might have a proposal for you. Now, who wouldn't answer an email like that? Maybe the track is available, maybe not, but it doesn't matter. What matters is the dialogue, the networking, because if he responds, now you have a connection. And after six months, you might send another email asking something else or just offering something for free. And that dialogue would never happen if you sent mass emails like Hey, I'm looking for a label to release my track. Established producers know the communication protocol, which is totally unknown among newbies. Newbies write music and then they write some more music and then they get crazy and frustrated and they send out massive emails saying Here's my track. Here's my music. Have a listen. Isn't it fantastic? You don't build a brand like that because you are being self-destructive. You have to think in terms of business. What can you do that the others are bored of doing? And that more could be more in terms of quantity or more in terms of quality, where you actually do less more efficiently. You should invest 
serious of ma- amount of time figuring out how to be a businessman and how to reach out to people and how to do things differently than all the million producers out there that are failing. Don't sit back and watch. When you are waiting for something to happen, it never happens. We cannot force things to happen. What we can do instead is try 20 different things and as a result, one good thing might happen. You can try to be friendly with party promoters. You can try to sell sample packs. You can try to be a YouTuber. You can try to be a ghost producer. You can try to license music to game developers. The more things you try, the more you increase your chances of hooking up with an activity. Don't waste your time hoping for something to happen. It will never happen. Most people live in their own utopia. They think that this world was created by some divine miracle, that God made it out of pure wisdom and everything is perfect. If the moon was a kilometer farther, life on earth would not exist. If a meteor passed a millisecond earlier, Dinosaurs would never vanish from the face of the earth and so mammals would never dominate. A trillion parameters came together in order for this project that we call life to happen. But people forget the infinite amount of times that this project failed. We are now witnessing the successful version of this experiment, but there was an infinite amount of times that this project didn't work out. There are 200 billion galaxies out there without life. Trillion planets without atmosphere. The experiment worked here because it went through all possibilities. It ran again and again and again for an inconceivable amount of times and we just see the only one successful outcome and not the infinite times that this experiment failed. Life happened here because God was constantly trying new things again and again. Set short-term goals. I have always been and I will always be a learner. When I hear a great track, I get excited and I go analyze and try to reproduce it. Constantly learning and researching is what eventually gravitate you to professionalism. The correct perspective is to see it as I am developing and growing and not like I am supposed to know it all and be perfect at it and then things will turn out automatically great and the music scene will miraculously discover me. I see. I remember me and my friends as students saying I will learn how to make websites and then I will be a web developer. I will learn how to play the piano and become a pianist. And 99% of these times that the person says something like that, he never gets there. He never gets there because life is unpredictable and because he won't be the same person after a few years. 
you have to see it as a continuous quest and not as I have to get to a certain point. There are all these goals that we all set that are usually out of our control. If you decide now to go to the kitchen and eat an apple, you can do that. But if you decide today that after five years you will go in the kitchen and eat an apple, you will most probably change your mind till then. The question to ask is how to be a better producer who is learning and find some satisfaction through that journey. You can say, I will learn to play the piano, but you cannot say, I will be a pianist. It sounds rather easy, but it's not really up to you. And it's not really up to you because it takes a lot of time and you won't be the same person. You won't, you don't know what your future self wants. The only thing you do know and can say is, I will start learning the piano and see what happens. So the people say, I will start making songs so I can make this for a living. And of course they fail because this statement by itself is almost impossible to achieve simply because you can't see the future. We are constantly changing. So to say that you will accomplish something that takes more than 6 to 12 months is irrational because you won't be the same person after 12 months. Your content is not enough. The number one thing that producers don't see is that their content is not enough. Your content, my friend producer, not specifically your music, your content is not yet intricative enough. You are not listening the stuff that is out there and you are not experienced enough in order to evaluate the situation objectively and acknowledge where the market is going in order to float in the same direction. Shouldn't we be authentic as you mentioned earlier? Yes, in matters of art. In a matter of business you need to be up to date. You can't succeed in marketing using the methods that were used in the 70s. Making music is art, but selling music is business. And your music might be good, but your content is not enough. Embrace feedback. I hear people preaching and saying, if you love doing art, just do your thing and listen to no one. Well, if the audience is saying or indicating that your music sucks, you are left with very few chances of succeeding. You can keep on creating as a hobby, but if you are trying to do that as a profession, you are left with very few chances of succeeding. One thing that I realized rather late is that you have to be really open to feedback. Most of us fail because we create what we like while we should create what others want from us to create. We tend to lock ourselves in a room and shut the outside world out. I believe we should engage with the world with feedback and see it like trying to make music better but not our numbers better because 
results and numbers are not up to us. When you focus on how to give more, you will get back more. But we usually ask ourselves, how do I get the likes? How do I get the right people to hear my tracks? How do I get the people to view my page? It's more like, how do I create something so wonderful that the people will just choose to hear it? How do I provide value? How do I give them what they want? It's all about improving your content and maximizing your impact. Beware of false prophets. There is a whole marketplace of uh, music producer uh, teachings and music marketing specialists on an effort to manipulate the consumers easier they are constructing specific formulas for example if your track has a big intro spotify curators won't include it in their editorial playlists or if your track is more than five minutes long it's not suitable for big playlists Next time you hear someone speaking about Spotify, go and check his Spotify profile and you will see 0 to 50 monthly listeners because those people have never made it as artists. They made it as YouTubers, as marketers, as coaches, as teachers, but never as artists. And if you ask them, how comes Mr. Guru and you know so much about Spotify and yet you have no license? They will answer something like that. Well, it was not necessary because I'm helping others build their own brand and I'm not an artist. But if you check their first YouTube uploads, they always somewhere admit that they wanted to succeed as artists in the first place. How did they manage to help others but not themselves? I really cannot understand. For instance, all of them say that long intros and long tracks will never be placed in a big editorial playlist. And my track, We Are The Gods, is 9 minutes with a long and boring intro and it was picked up by Sitran Supernova, an editorial playlist with half million followers. I watch a lot of coaching on YouTube about music marketing and those teachings, if they come from an artist like John Syme, can assist you. But most of the times they come from theoreticians who are false and harmful. Theoreticians are good in theory, but they never made it as artists. Picture this. I eat five times a day, and even though I'm not a cook, I will teach you how to cook by tasting your food and saying what tastes good and what not. Eventually, my criticism will make you a better cook. Think about that. Any additional comments? Any advice? I think a lot of producers are waiting 
for the world to signal them, to give them permission to pursue their dreams. And you need to give yourself that permission. You need to man up and say, okay, I am going to do this and I won't be the best in the beginning, but if I keep doing this, I will improve at some point. You don't know the outcome unless you put yourself out there. And that is what I'm doing right here. I don't have the slightest clue if this interview is going to affect anyone. We will know after a few years.